Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on The Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. My guest is Marvin Ryder, a business professor in the DeGroote School of Business, McMaster University. Uh, again, Marvin, thanks for uh, taking the time to spend with us here this afternoon. Happy to help, Jamie. Um, Netflix. Uh, we talked about Sears in our last segment. We're going to talk about Netflix now. And the question is, can Netflix business model uh, survive? I'm, I'm a big fan of Netflix. I, I, I use it all the time. In fact, it's become almost my, my number one go-to place for, for screen content, for TV content, if you will. What's, what's the concern here? Right. So uh, let, me, let me start you off with a few bit of trivia facts that you can share with other people. Uh, it was just about three months ago that Netflix crossed a key milestone, 100 million accounts globally for Netflix and growth uh, at a good healthy pace, so double-digit growth year over year. Wow. So that's great. However, at the same time, in the most recent quarter, Netflix lost 618 million U.S. dollars. That's almost a billion Canadian, uh, to make the joke. Uh, and we, wait a minute, wait a minute. Their, their volume is up, the number of subscribers are up, but why are their revenues down? Well, their business model, and this is why people question this word about sustainability, has a two-pronged approach. The prong that you know and love, and in fact most of the 100 million subscribers love, is the streaming service so that I can get movies, television shows, stream them to my home commercial-free for a fairly low fee every month. They do have a couple of different tiers, but for roughly, say, $10, $15 a month, I get access to content. Right. That part of the model is highly sustainable, and nobody's questioning it. What they are questioning is the second half of the model, which is that not only do they stream other people's content, but they create their own. Last year, uh, Netflix was responsible for something like um, 30 different uh, scripted uh, television series only available through Netflix. They spent about $7 billion making that content, whether it's House of Cards or Orange is the New Black. It's award-winning television. They get nominated for a lot of Emmy Awards. They actually produced more scripted content last year than any of the major television networks in the United States, NBC, CBS, or ABC. But if you're losing $600 million a quarter and you're spending $6 billion on the programming, that's the question. Is that sustainable? Yes, here's the good news. You've had hits with the stuff you've created. On the other hand, as you know with television, uh, just because I create a series doesn't mean it's going to be a hit. Uh, if right. they had spent this 6 to $7 billion and half the shows nobody wanted to watch, then you could really say, wait a minute, what are you doing here? And that's what's raised the question marks. Nothing about the delivery of the content, but it's creating their own content. Is that really sustainable? Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.